0: How can I create the perfect schedule? How do I find flow in my business? How can I achieve work-life balance? These are all things that we ask ourselves as freelancers, small business owners, and creative entrepreneurs looking for ways to maximize our time, increase productivity without leading to burnout and without being left to feel uninspired. So how do we find flow? How do we find balance? Well, I don't believe it's something that we find. I believe it's something that we can create a product of putting the right systems in place for where we are in our creative journey and in our life. And each of us is unique in our needs. And so I believe our schedules must be unique to us as well. So today I'll be chatting about what I think are the four key roles in our business that we can work in alignment with to create that flow and balance in our business over time. You're listening to The Print Life Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of The Print Life Community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. For the longest time, I would ask myself, how do I find flow in my business? How do I find work-life balance? How do I make myself feel like I'm more supported every week or every month in my business, because often as freelancers or solopreneurs, we wear a lot of hats. And what I have found over the years running my own business is that I really have to break up my business into roles and then wear one hat at a time. And when I'm switching between roles or between hats, too much or too quickly, whether too many times in one day or too many times in one week, we lose a lot of time just stopping one thing and starting another thing and then having to come back to something else and try and pick up where you left off. So being somebody who's always been kind of on the hunt, for what's going to give me the highest productivity, what, where am I going to see the most results with the, the least amount of time, feeling that there's balance between my work and my home life. I think about these things a lot, and I'm often spending quite a bit of time reworking a schedule or a system to find what's going to work best for where I'm at in my business currently. And often as freelancers, Projects come and go, so we often do find ourselves changing things up and having our scheduling work with whatever project we're working on in the moment or whatever season of business you might be in. It's probably one of the top five questions I see asked, whether in our Facebook group, or even in the print life membership. And that is, you know, how do I find creative flow in my business? How do I find a schedule that works for me? How do I find work life balance? And while I'm also one of these people that's always searching for what's going to work best, I don't believe that flow or balance is something that we find. I believe it's something that we can create. And I believe the way in which we create it can often for us as freelancers can change from time to time. So for me, the best way to build a schedule that will support my business is from these four very specific categories that we're going to talk about today. I'm a very visual person and I like to visualize this exercise as a table with four legs. The table represents your creative business and the four legs each one will represent a different category, and in each of the categories we're going to discuss today, you will be able to, no matter where you are in your business, whether you're a freelance print designer, you work with a print design studio, you license your artwork, or you have products on Etsy, whatever it is in our specific field, apparel print design, you will be able to pull Actionable items or a to do list from each one of the sections that we're going to be talking about today. What I have found works best for me, being somebody who has tried a lot of different methods of scheduling, I've tried a lot of different systems in my business, and always again searching for what is the most effective and what is going to give me the highest productivity. I've tried block scheduling. I've tried the one where you hit the timer for 20 minute intervals. <laughs> that one didn't work for me. Um, I also really like the two hour um, time chunking because they say you're actually the most productive in sort of one and a half to two hour increments with taking breaks in between. So your most effective work day could really consist of two hours of focused energy, half an hour break, two hours of focused energy half an hour break. And you can go that third round, but you're most productive in the first four hours and not adding that last two hour chunk. So depending on your particular business, that could be a a really nice way to break up your day. And that will also work with what we're going to chat about today. So the four ways that I like to break up my work is number one, the researcher, number two, the designer. Number three, the artist. Number four, the manager or the marketer. Now, like I was saying, I have tried a lot of different ways of breaking up my schedule. I have tried block scheduling. I've tried doing the two hour time blocking, which I found to be very effective. And we'll talk about that again here in a moment. I've tried the timer. I've tried breaking my work week up into where each day represents a specific task and what finally i'm going to talk about today what worked the best for me is to break up my work into weeks so each month each one of those weeks i assign tasks based on the four sections that we're going to be discussing today but within those weeks i like to break up my day into those two hour chunks so for example From 9 to 11, half an hour break, 11.30 to 1.30, and that's my day. My son is in school from 9 to 1, so that works the best for me. So let's start with talking about the researcher. The researcher, I believe, is deserving of its own week, and we can break it up in a lot of different ways. The researcher should be the one that is out and about, that is very aware of what's happening around you, Whether you are going to museums or you are shopping stores or you are sitting in a park and observing things around you with a sketchbook, the researcher is the one that's also going to be looking around what's happening in the stores for market research. The researcher is going to be very aware of the movies that are out, the music that's happening right now, what's going on in the world, what's happening around me, what's happening in my market, what's happening in my space whatever space you're in again going back to if you're licensing if you're exclusive design if you're in-house whatever you do the researcher is about fully allowing yourself to explore look around make notes about what you're seeing and really just kind of be out and about and I know for a while we've all been home, so a lot of the research we've been doing has been on our computers. It's been online. It's been looking at the runway, looking at stores, looking at Pinterest. So I always say to make sure that one of the days during your research week is out and about. Go go to a concert, go to a movie, go shop the stores, go out with friends, and look around at what people are wearing. I, I'm such... A people watcher—that it kind of drives my husband crazy. We'll go to a restaurant, and I'm just so aware of every little thing that's happening around me. Um, I'm looking at what people are wearing. I'm looking at their shoes. I'm listening to what they're talking about. Um, That's just who I am. I love that. I love to observe people. Allow it to kind of seep into potentially into trend direction or market-led direction or even just being inspired to try something new. So the researcher is really just a deep dive into absorbing what's around us creatively, whether going to a museum, exploring something new that you've never done before. Sometimes doing something completely outside of what we're used to doing will inspire something new. Number two is the designer. Now, the week that you put aside to be the designer is going to be all about prepping, planning, it's going to be about thinking about your layouts, what kind of print styles you want to do, what types of prints, what scale, what sort of color palettes. This is where you're going to take the research and you're going to begin the development process of your print collections this is where you're going to spend a lot of time thinking about how many prints what are the different scales do i have a lot of variety what kind of layouts do i want to play with styles of prints paisley floral dot stripe non-print geo and then you're going to think about for layouts like am i going to have a border are they all over are they one direction are they two directions and kind of adding some variety that is market aligned. So the designer is all about connecting to your market and thinking about your designs as they pertain to the industry you're in, to the clients you're selling to, to the work that you do. And the designer is going to be very connected to the needs of your client. Number three is the artist. The artist is where you get to break the rules and play and create and make mistakes and make a mess and just do whatever you need to do to get into creative flow. And the reason that I say to put aside time for this is because if you're constantly kind of snapping in and out of being the researcher, the designer, the artist, you know, you're always moving around, you're never really fully present in one of these roles. And oftentimes we'll lose time in our work week if we're jumping around too much. So for me, I know we're all different, but for me to really feel in creative flow, I have to really be in a creative space where I can step away from the computer, I can step away from sales and marketing, I can step away from dealing with clients, from answering emails, from answering my phone, turn on some music and just really... Immerse myself into a space of pure creation. And this is where you can play with palettes and play with mediums. And really, it's all about play and it's about letting yourself explore. And because you've already done the research, And because you've already thought out some of the designs as they relate to the client need and your market, your specific market, the artist kind of has all that information already in your head. So as you play, as you create, as you begin making motifs and playing with textures and getting all of your motifs ready, you'll already have that information in your mind. So you are creating with the client and the research in mind so after you're the artist i'd recommend coming back to being the designer that's when you scan in your work and then you begin playing with the layout and you begin playing with the color and you begin moving things around and playing with scale so you do kind of toggle back and forth between being the artist and being the designer but i definitely recommend giving yourself a few days in each to fully immerse yourself into that headspace Number four is the manager. The manager is responsible for your sales, your marketing, for growing your list, for connecting with clients, for being on top of accounting, for um, answering your emails, being present on social platforms. And this is why in the membership, I often recommend highly that you automate your social media because if you spend one week kind of planning out mapping out your social media posts and you get them kind of set up even if it's just a couple weeks at a time because you can again toggle back and forth between these four legs or pillars of what is supporting your business so as the manager you get into the mindset of who am i reaching out to to sell my work to Do I have an email flow in place? Am I handling my own marketing or is somebody else doing that for me? Oftentimes, if you're working with a studio, you don't have to worry about sales and marketing, but this may be a good week to follow up with studios or to organize your prints that you have in their inventory or to follow up with payouts on clients that you've maybe done custom work for and getting really organized. This is where like systems and organization will come into play and getting your invoices out, and just really managing your business. And oftentimes this could even be cold messaging clients to grow your list. This could be setting up posts on LinkedIn or getting on LinkedIn and engaging with potential clients, Um, showing up in communities, showing up. Maybe you're in a group of other designers where you guys get together and you chat about, you know, your wins and accountability. So this is a really good week to be in that headspace because it'll all work together in supporting each other. Now, if you are a freelancer, I recommend two to three days as the researcher, two to three days as the designer, two to three days as the artist, Back to two to three days as the designer, and then two to three days as the manager, and this will often fill up your month enough that it leaves some days open for you know emails, follow up, um, checking in with people, maybe your part of a course or a community where you're you're learning or you're listening to podcasts or you're reading books or you're taking a class to brush up your skills whatever it is you want to make sure that you're leaving a little bit of space to play with your schedule when we're very rigid and we fill everything up every single day that's available to us is filled with something to do oftentimes something is not going to get done something will fall through the cracks and trust me, from experience, this happens to me still. I'm still working on finding what works best for me. I am I tend to be one of those people that fill it up. I fill up the schedule all the way to the tippy top. And then if one little thing goes wrong or one little thing changes, something spills over and falls away and has to be pushed to the next week or pushed to the next week after that. And that's why it's really important to make sure that you give yourself a little bit of buffer, a little bit of space to play. And what you'll find is as you begin working as the researcher, the designer, the artist, and the manager, you'll begin to feel that flow in your business of you're handling every aspect of the process you're really pushing your business forward and you're supported in moving forward because of the way that you're working through this system. You're staying connected to potential clients. You're on top of what's happening around you. You are able to see things in a unique way because you're getting you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. You're allowing time to play and you're also supporting yourself in terms of sales and marketing, which oftentimes can be the most important piece that's missing from so many creative businesses is that we get caught up in creation. We get caught up in being the artist. We get caught up in the process of creating our art and forget about the other pieces. And what's interesting about the researcher, the designer, the artist, and the manager is I truly believe if any one of those four pieces is missing, that table's going to wobble or fall over, right? So you really want to make sure as it pertains to your unique place in the industry, as it pertains to what you do in the industry, pull from each one of these areas and add them to each week of the month and see how that works out for you. What's also interesting about handling your workflow and your schedule in this manner is you'll really begin to see which areas of the creative process are your favorite and where you are finding a little bit of resistance or where maybe you don't enjoy the process as much, which also will shed a lot of light on what type of business model you may want going forward. Perhaps you're working with a studio to avoid doing sales and marketing, but then as you begin managing your own freelance design business, you realize you enjoy sales and marketing. So maybe you add another um, revenue stream to your business by promoting your own work via your own email list, as well as working with a print design studio, or perhaps you get to the manager role and realize you do not like this aspect at all. So you solely work with a print design studio or two or three. Or perhaps you decide that an in-house job is the right way to go. Every time we try something new, we're going to learn some information about how we are running our business and what will work the best for us. So if any of you end up trying this, I'd love to hear your feedback. We have a free Facebook group. Head over to facebook.com forward slash print And I hope to see you there. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the print life podcast. I'm over here, super excited as I begin preparing for my live free workshop on November 11th. To make sure that you're on the list for this free training, head over to whitebuffalostudio.com forward slash design to thrive. See you there.